When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there. What time is it right now? It's Drummer Daily Time. Hey, my name is Daniel Hadaway. That's my last name. I said that really weird. My name is Daniel Hadaway aka the drum coach and i'm so happy you're here once again on drummer daily where we're going to talk all about your drumming life and hopefully i do enough of these podcasts where it can be daily for you that's what drummer daily means now it used to be a daily podcast but hey you know what i could not sustain doing that for forever so now i do a few of these every week and i hope it's enough to kind of be your your companion along the way and whatever you're doing um hopefully you're playing drums a lot uh so on the last episode, we talked a little bit about uh, my, my experience auditioning for like the first really big gig that I ended up getting. And I talked about what um, I ended up finding out set me apart from the other people who had auditioned. There were 12 of us who auditioned. Um, and basically, uh, if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. Um, it's episode 11 of season four of Drummer Daily. Um, so season four, episode 11, if you want to go find that. But anyway, we talked about how my preparation and also my, my well, my preparation specifically in regards to knowing a different arrangement of the song, one of the songs we had to learn. Basically, that was the difference maker for me in getting that gig. Um, but before that, and I, I want to say this is maybe three years before that happened, I'm, 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 I'm guessing here, somewhere around that time, um, I got a call. So, so I was, I'm trying to kind of paint a picture for you here. I think I was, I was working, I was working at Chick-fil-A, um, which uh, if I've not mentioned before, awesome job. If any of you people out there are looking for a wonderful job and you're a stand-up person, Chick-fil-A is an awesome job. If things ever got really bad for me, I'd go right back there and work again. Great job. Great environment uh, for the most part. Uh, I, I would assume wherever you live, if you live in America at least, where we have Chick-fil-A's, um, uh, I'm assuming that yours is also the same. Be a good, good place to work. Anyway, I was working there, living with my parents still. I was going to community college or maybe I was taking a semester off because I did that twice. <laughs> but um, I, my parents had just put in an amazing in-ground pool in our house, and it was summertime. And I, of course, wanted to be a professional drummer so bad um, and dreamed of it and, and was practicing every day and doing all the things I thought I should do. And I got off work one day, 
Um, and I think I worked like 10 to six every day. It was kind of like, I'd catch a little bit of, I catch all the lunch. Um, and then some of the, uh, and some of the dinner rush, or sometimes I'd work six to two, uh, in the morning, either way, got off work and I had a voicemail on my cell phone. Um, and I listened to it and it was from, I'm going to not share exactly who it is or anything. It's not fair, but, um, especially once you hear the rest of the story, you'll know why it's not fair, but, or it wouldn't be a good idea to share this, but, um, get a voicemail from uh, a member of a band who, uh, they were, I, I knew who they were because I, I had some, some contacts with some people that, um, that knew them. And so I kind of knew who they were, but they were a, a Southern gospel, uh, group and, uh, fairly popular. Um, and that's all I'll say. I'm not going to share any more details than that. Um, very popular enough to where they could hire a drummer. Um, which if you know anything about Southern gospel music and, and, and <laughs> wouldn't blame me if you didn't. Um, but, uh, it's just not my favorite kind of music, but anyway, um, they don't have drummers a lot. Uh, they don't have bands a lot. They play with backing tracks a lot, or they'll have like a piano player or one of their members will play piano or something. That's pretty much it. But this, this group could actually afford a band. And so, uh, got a call, a uh, voicemail and this voicemail was like, Hey, um, we're looking for a drummer. Wanted to know if you'd be interested in doing it for us. Um, and uh, give me a call back. That was pretty much it. And so I called them back and talked to the, the guy for a little bit. And he's like, yeah, oh, great. Sounds good. We'll be in touch. Um, he's like, we got a few things going on this month or next month. And then, you know, so we're busy right now, but we'll get back in touch and we'll, we'll figure it out. And I, for weeks all of a sudden I just had dollar signs in my mind. I was like, holy cow. Cause I was working for, you know, a good part-time wage, but I was getting, making part-time money. And I was like, holy cow, I would make more. And, and they didn't even talk about money. I just assumed that it was going to pay well. Uh, I don't know why I assumed that I was young and naive, but uh, I, I would, I would walk around my parents' swimming pool, skimming and cleaning the pool and just daydreaming about all the money I was going to make playing for this group. And that's all I thought about constantly, constantly, constantly. And never heard back. <laughs> I waited and waited. A month went by and two months. And eventually I kind of let it go. I was like, all right, that, that, you know, obviously didn't happen. Ended up seeing them on TV somewhere and saw them with a different drummer. And I was like, oh, well, they obviously got a drummer. It's not me. So that didn't happen. But what's interesting is in that time period where I was starting to kind of let go of the idea of doing this gig, I started thinking about it and I, and you know, we're all good at like convincing ourselves that, oh, we didn't really want it that much to begin with. Um, which I was certainly doing that. Um, but I, I actually, um, started thinking about it for real too. And I was like, you know what? Like I really, you know, I'm not a fan of Southern gospel music, not, not traditional Southern gospel music. And again, nothing wrong with it. I just, it's not, I don't, I don't sit down and put that on and listen to that the way I listen to other stuff. So, um, I was like, man, it'd be, it might be really tough to play that or, you know, it would be, it would be not a good, not musically, not as exciting as it could have been. But I, I, and then, you know, now looking back on it, what I just shared with you is true, which was, I was just thinking all about the money I would make. Um, and how, and that was all I cared about when I was wanting that gig so bad. So fast forward 
not to the point at which I become a full-time professional yet, but I, um, I guess a couple of years after that, I, I had a friend who was doing like a church camp or something, and he called me up and he said, uh, "Hey, you want to come play this church camp?" He was the old music leader at the the youth group church, uh, the the church youth group I used to go to when I was a teenager, um, and he had this camp he was going to do in the summer, and he called me up and said, hey, would you come come play drums for me? And I said, yes, I will. So we're in this car driving to who knows where to do this this church camp. And there's a, there's all the other guys in the band I had met before at different points. And then there was one guy that was new. And uh, he, in conversation, somehow it came up that I had talked to this band that I'm talking about. They had called me, and then uh, I never heard back from them. And... Uh, so he was like, wait a minute, you, you, you talked to so-and-so? And I was like, yeah. He was like, when was that? And I told him like when it was, and this new guy's like, holy cow, like I was their drummer. Like I was the guy that they, they hired for that. And I was like, no way. And he immediately, the first thing he said to me was, well, I'm not their drummer anymore, and that was my choice, and you should be very glad, talking to me, he said, you should be very glad you did not get that gig um, because it was not what you think of when you think of whatever. And he proceeded to tell me that musically, there was like no preparation given to him. They had to play with backing tracks, which was fine, but what I learned was a lot of the venues they were playing these shows in um, were very small. But not only that, the drummer and all the musicians were hired not to be actually heard. There, there were still full a full drum set in the backing tracks. And so the drummer's job in this gig was to literally, I mean, you played the drums, but they just wouldn't turn them on in the sound system. The sound system would be playing the recorded drums from the album. So you wouldn't even hear the drummer playing there live. It was just for show. It was like it, you, you could have been miming the whole thing, um, and it would have been just as effective. Uh, not only that, it was the drummer's job to run the backing tracks. And this was, this was before the days of having reliable laptops and things like that to run backing tracks. So they had this like device that they ran backing tracks off of, and he explained to me that there was like a little little knob, like a little clicking knob that you had to turn to scroll through all the songs. And the songs just had numbers that, that, that were, were what they, how they were found. They had the name of the song displayed, but the song names weren't like an alphabetical order or anything. And so he didn't even know a lot of the songs, like where to find them. Not only that, but this group had put out like 20 albums. And so there were like hundreds of songs uh, that that uh, they could play it on any given night. Not only that, but part of every show they did was taking requests from the audience. And <laughs> so this poor drummer would have to sit up there and try to find the backing track for the song that he didn't even know where it was because it wasn't in alphabetical order. A lot of the songs they didn't even, he never even heard before, and he was going to have to, well, at least pretend to play them live. Um, apparently the, the gig did not pay anywhere near as much as I had dreamed it was when I had dollar signs in my eyes. Um, apparently 
the uh, the tour bus situation was very odd and uncomfortable for reasons I won't get into. Um, there were a lot of rules and things. Just a very odd situation. So all of that to say, this guy explained to me all the craziness that went on at this gig, and I was immediately so very thankful that I did not um, play or get that gig. Now, just to be clear, the the reason why the guy was on the on on doing this youth group trip thing with me was that he actually drums were not even his first instrument he actually was a guitar player um and so to show you the the standard of because it didn't matter if you played right or well or not because you're you weren't going to be heard in in the, the room uh he didn't even really play drums that much um he played another instrument he played guitar and they still hired him as their drummer uh so that would not have been a good step for me and so I just want to reassure you, if you're in the spot where, um, where you really want something and it's good to want something and it could be the right thing for you, whether it's musical or something else or an opportunity or, or a dream you have, um, go after it as hard as you can and prepare for it and do what you can. That's what, this, that's what the previous episode of this one was about, was go after like that's the only thing and you need to do everything you can to achieve that goal. But if you get in the situation or you find yourself in the situation where it's obvious that it's not going to work out for you, there's probably a good reason for that. So be reassured. And sometimes there may not be a good reason for that. But you, you, you might find yourself in a situation like I did where you learn later on that it was really a good thing that you did not get that thing you thought you wanted so bad. So run after your goals as hard as you can as a musician, but... Don't get too attached to a specific outcome because when it doesn't work out or if it doesn't work out, there's going to be something later on because not, I'm not kidding, it probably was maybe less than a year or so or right around a year after I had that experience where I met this guy who told me about that gig that I, I thought I wanted but I didn't. That's when the audition came up and I ended up getting the gig that was, at the time, it was my dream gig. It was everything I wanted um, and it was so exciting. Um, and it, that was everything it was cracked up to be for me for the most part. Uh, and so you never know what's around the corner. If something doesn't work out for you, um, it doesn't mean that it's not, that nothing's going to work out for you. It just means that there might be something better waiting for you around that corner. So keep your head up, keep trucking along, find the next goal and charge after that one, the same way you charged at the one before this one. And something will work out for you eventually, as long as you don't give up. All right. Thanks so much for joining me today on Drummer Daily. My name's Daniel, and I'm so happy that you were here with me. Um, we'll talk again really soon, but bye for now. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.